0: It's Friday night. It's time for the Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. We're going to have some crazy opera in the fills. We have the most diverse lineup tonight. I'm really, really excited for all the comedians that you're about to listen to if you're downloading this off MutinyRadio.fm. But for our listening live audience, yay, they're here, and they get to experience all the joy and wonderment of this Friday night's Comedy Clubhouse. We'll be back in just a second with comedy. Thanks for listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Yay, it's crazy tonight. I'm running the board and the show and the stuff and the audience is here. Yay, yay. It's time for the Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. You're all here, and that's great. We're getting started. Uh, Cool, I'll just play to this direction. I like to play to the bathroom, whoever's in there. Hey, hope everything's coming out great. We have a locking bathroom here. That's been exciting over the years. <laughs> people have locked themselves in there which is a lot of fun anyways neither here nor there welcome to the comedy clubhouse uh, we're down here in the deep mission thank you so much for clapping people are listening live we can shut the door if we want to get because we're starting the jokes boobity, boobity uh, i'm your host pam benjamin this has been an interesting week for me uh, i I, I'm grounded, uh, 45 years old, and I'm grounded. I fell on my face and I'm not going to drink for five weeks. That's the inner mommy in you says, slow down, slow your roll, girl. Learn how to roll. That would be the other thing. If I could learn how to fall, this wouldn't have been a problem. I used to skateboard, so I'm not too nervous about face injuries. I've. This is actually the fifth time I've broken my nose. <laughs> yeah, right? Skateboarding. In my 30s, I was into some rough sex. It was—I <laughs> let him finish. You know, broke my nose, bleeding everywhere. The only thing he got mad at me after he was like, "You ruined my favorite T-shirt." I'm like, "That—that's the takeaway here, really?" <laughs> cool. I should. <laughs> Looking at my past life patterns from a lens of slight sobriety, I'm like, mm, "These choices were choices. Good stuff." Uh, I am a feminist. Yay! Woo! It, it, like I feel like oh that means I can read. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm not a witch. <laughs> Witches can read. I don't. I don't. <laughs> they also have cats. I also have cats. Like to read with my cats. All kinds of stuff. Uh, I'm. I'm not a witch. I am a feminist though. I don't. I don't want to call myself a feminist all the time. I feel like it's become sort of a dirty word. Uh, but I don't know what else to call myself because uh, I'm a female, right? I'm a person. I'm a woman. We are all people. <laughs> and I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. <laughs> so I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. You know, can anybody spell? (laughs) Get out your phones, 2020. How do you spell feminism? (laughs) It sounds like there's men in it, but there's really not. It's it's I. I am a feminist. But there's so many words that are so political. They say, well, the world's not political. Language is so political, right? Like women every month, they menstruate. (laughs) It's the one thing. You can literally never do, and then you put your name on it. Men straight. I ah, know what This is so funny. I just—it's just, it's just it's so funny to me. It's just around us all the time. When you have sex for the first time as a girl, you break your hymen. Hi, hymen. Hi, Hi, I can have sex with you now. Yay! Hymen. Oh la la la. Um, I, the one I really do understand, I'm going through it right now, uh, which is menopause. <laughs> <laughs> and men are certainly pausing on me. They're like, oh, oh what's going on over there, is it? I had a man, I don't know if he was catcalling me or complimenting me, it was kind of hard to tell. I was walking through the tenderloin and he said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. <gasps> That's a compliment. <laughs> That is a straight-up thank you. You can say that to me anytime. I'm totally into it. Another gentleman said, you got a nice fit on today. All right. I like it. I am fit. It's an outfit. It's a double entendre in... Oh, complimenting, complimenting, cat cat, complimenting. It's nice. It was fine. You know, another man, though, I try not to wear skirts because I was walking and he said, Oh, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Oh, that's cat calling. That I can tell. I see the line. Also, like, that's kind of gross, dude. Like, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? That's, <laughs> that's, kinda, that's on you, man. It's on me, actually. It's Cat calling. I do, finally, I understand cat calling because I have a kitten, yay, and I call my kitten all the time. I go, baby kitty, baby kitty, baby kitty, I love you, come here baby kitty, and then she like ignores me and then shows me her butthole, and I'm like, oh, so I run over there, and I pick her up without consent, and I turn her into a baby, and I kiss her on the mouth. (laughs) I understand cat calling, that's all I'm saying, I I get it, finally. can't call a cat. they don't if they don't want to come, pick them up without consent. <laughs> but they're cats. It's okay, I own them. It's different. <laughs> like it's, it's, ah, I do I own my I own my cats. No, I'm a, I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him and I want to knit a sweater out of his fur and I want to make him wear it.
1: <laughs> I'm a crazy cat lady.
0: I do, I love my cat so much. My cats give my life like meaning and joy. Uh, I know that my cat loves me like so much because I was getting finger banged by my boyfriend and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers, he licked them. Meaning my cat loves me. Or women really do taste like tuna.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi It's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. It is not. It's old. It's getting scary. Menopause is weird. It is weird. I haven't had a period since August 7th, 2019, and I didn't know it just stopped. Like, it was because I had a plan for it. I was thinking it was going to take a long time, but um, I want to get a tattoo. Um, kind of over my uterus to, c- like, commemorate its disuse um, of a tiny skeleton baby kitten. <laughs> like a, little, <laughs> a, cute, a cute little kitten skeleton all curled up there, like, in a little tiny womb, like, <sighs> I think that would be good. I've, I've never, like, used my body the way God intended by pushing out a thing and doing the... And the only regret I have about that is that I really do want to milk my own breasts because THC is totally like mammary-soluble, and I feel like I eat and smoke so much weed that if I could pump my breasts, I could save the vegans. 100% consent-based milk, and then I can make TH cheese. Yeah, THC, that's what I'm talking about. I can pump my breast milk and it'll have it like and breast milk has like 22% fat, right? And I can make it into a really delicious meltable cheese and it'll totally have THC in it. I feel like it, this could be just like a million dollar idea. But then I could see the dystopian future where like we've got like stables of women like all just like smoking weed with like these weird things on their nipples just sucking them up. <laughs> So that we can save the vegans. Wouldn't that be ironic? (laughs) Sorry, I respect vegans for what they're doing to save the planet. But if I could give them some breast milk, I would like to do that. Because cashew cheese is not cheese. Can we all agree? It's not cheese. I'm very passionate about cheese. I don't know how you guys feel about that kind of stuff. Uh, also, what else am I passionate about? Women. I'm too heavy-handed of a feminist sometimes. But I, uh, I also like that term heavy-handed because it came from like old timey times where it was, don't be heavy-handed with your wife. Like, don't show bruises when you beat her. <laughs> <It's> That's heavy-handed. <laughs> you can't be heavy-handed. You got him. Cool. Uh, feminism's rad or whatever. A lot of women like read books and burnt bras in the 70s so I can talk about my butthole on stage. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, incidentally, my butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. <laughs> going ending on my grossest jokes. You know, it's funny when you tell them so much, you're just like, this is part of my act, and you don't even really realize what you're saying until like you go back and what did I say? Was I really why was I talking about hemorrhoids? I do, um, but my, I have one, one of my vaginal fins is like tiny and wonky like a Nemo fin. It's like really little. And I feel like that's where I get all my sexual prowess from is like my tiny Nemo fin. It's good. Feminism's good. We get to, Guys get to do dick jokes, and I just ended on a vag joke. So I'm starting a whole new trend. Ending on a vag joke like a professional. I usually end on a dick joke, you know, just to be like, you know, one of the... Group. Well, thank you all for being here. Yay! You're in the clubhouse. Uh, we always sing a little song, and uh, you'll figure out how it goes. And you, you know, you just you just yell "Clubhouse." I'll I'll point at you. M U T I N Y Comedy Clubhouse comedy. Comedy. comedy comedy. Together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 high. <sighs> Smoke it outside. M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Uh, yay, you're already here. Yay, yay. See, she wants to come inside the clubhouse. So our first comedian, uh, she's amazing. She's come from out of town. She's all the way from New Jersey. She's traveling around. She's got a bunch of other shows tonight, which is why she would usually be headlining, but she's going to go first because she's got all kinds of other shows to make. You guys are in for a super, super treat. Put your hands together for Liz Glazer. Yay! (laughs) Yay!
3: <laughs> thank you uh it's just so great yeah oh good job yay <laughs> that was awesome uh yeah totally you are the best his name is liam No, Goober. oh goober okay cool awesome yeah yeah uh <laughs> Right. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Hey guys, uh, it's nice to be here. I'm Liz. Um, Pam, you were talking about your, so one of the things I usually like to connect whatever I'm saying to whatever was happening in the room just before. And, uh, (laughs) one of the things like it, it, it threw me about Pam's set, uh, and It's not, I don't think it's the thing that you're going to think it is because there were a lot of things that could have, you know, I imagine that somebody could have thoughts in their mind about what it was, but the date that you had your last period is my 40th birthday. (laughs) That is when I turned 40, August 7th, 2019. Um, So I guess I'll be getting my period for five more years uh, five and a half, because today is your six-month anniversary of not getting your period, because today's my half birthday, which is not a thing that I celebrate. I feel like people who celebrate half birthdays are mentally ill, but, um, uh, you know, I mean, I guess over the age of five, and, you know, I don't really want to give out diagnoses exactly. Um so, yeah, it's lovely to have you, Goober. I love Goober. Um, it's fun. Like, like I wasn't always a stand-up comedian. I used to be a law professor, which is the typical route to stand-up comedy. Uh, generally speaking, you go to law school for three years, practice for two, teach for nine, get tenure, give it all up, and do stand-up comedy. Um, but... I I love doing this. Like this is this is my favorite thing to do. I, it doesn't matter, you know, what room or what audience or anything. Like I love doing stand up even when it's not going well. Like I I was doing a set and actually you, Pam, just to bring it back again to Pam, you were talking about, you know, shocking people with whatever material. I I once had a set that was like, like do you guys get nervous ever? I get nervous. I get really nervous, especially when I've like convinced myself that something matters. That's like the worst, you know? And I had this show and it's not, I don't even know why I thought it mattered so much. It was just like someone that I decided was like cool and scary asked me to do the show. And so then I'm on the show and I like have written things that I say sometimes, but then on this show, I just started telling people about when I learned about what anal sex was. I've never even had anal sex. I don't think there's anything wrong with anal sex. I I just have never had it. Why I just decided to like sick this on to people at this show so it was going horribly like just the worst set people are just like what are you talking about at some point and it was connected if you can even imagine this to the anal sex i was talking to them about the differences between orthodox like various sects of orthodox judaism why i don't know I, because I was nervous, that's why. And I just like couldn't stop myself and it just kept going and going and then in the middle of this set, it was horrible. Somebody's phone went off and accidentally heckles me. So someone Siri on their phone goes off and says, I'm sorry, I didn't quite get that. And that got the biggest laugh of the entire set. <laughs> um, so that's how comedy is going for me. Um, no, I mean it's that's how like that is a story that's true that has happened, and then also you know other days are better. But I love comedy no matter what. Like this is this is like my favorite thing I've ever done. When I first started doing stand up. At that point, um, I had been teaching law for seven years. And so I was like used to getting up in front of people and like talking about stuff. I just generally confined myself to hilarious topics like the rule against perpetuities or adverse possession. Somebody knows the jokes. Um, The rest of you will get them at the reading of your will. So uh, I, I would do that. And then I got on stage as myself for the first time, like seven years in, and like doing stand up for the first time, like that was an exhilarating moment for me. Like, first time I ever did stand up comedy, I felt like I was having a professional orgasm, which was basically a regular orgasm, but I was a hundred percent sure I was having it. That's what this looks like, by the way. Fully clothed, microphone in hand, like Alice from the Brady Bunch. I squirt, but it's my job to clean it up. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, okay. Well, so there's that. I'm like, are you guys comedians? Anybody, you're comedians, fantastic. That's right, you're not a comedian. That's fun and different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's like a thing that like, you know, sometimes people on stage doing comedy will just assume that every single person in the entire world is another person who gets on stage doing comedy. Because at some point doing comedy, the only people that I ever meet are comedians. Um, So I love this show. I absolutely love it. Um, I love San Francisco. I'm here like on a trip And uh, it's, it's a great place and like, so I'm staying with a friend of mine from college and he's one of these like San Francisco people who I have no idea what his job is, but he has made an enormous amount of money. That's like a thing that happens here, right? That's like a thing, yeah? Yeah, it's crazy, it's so crazy. And like when I got here from the airplane, I texted my friend and his wife and I was like, Hey, I just landed. I'll see you at your house. I'll take Bart and, and the bus to your house. And they were like, it was so funny to me because they were so shocked. Uh, They were just like, we don't even know how you, how would you get from Bart to our house? And the way that they were asking the question, like I was like, "I, I, I mean, I guess I could, Tell you the answer that Google gave me. (laughs) But then they were like, Public transportation in San Francisco, just, it's not very good. And I I don't doubt that there's like lots of things that any of you guys could tell me that's like a complaint about BART or Muni or some sort of public transportation system. I was like, I don't think it's really that the public transportation system is not very good. I just think you're very rich. I think that's... That's what's going on. I took the BART. I took the bus. It was totally fine. There was no issue. Um... And I've I've enjoyed being here. I really do, I haven't spent that much time in San Francisco uh, in my life. I've spent probably, like this trip I've been here like I think three days. And then in the past couple of years, I've spent a total of like two and a half days here. And the reason that this is notable, uh, and I was talking about this a little bit ago when I was here earlier, um, is that in the past year and a half, I have found like, uh, not like, I found 70, exactly 70 fortunes on the ground. Have you ever found a fortune on the ground? Like a fortune from a fortune cookie. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, I had a feeling. I had a feeling that you would have. Because every time I ask a crowd this, usually nobody does. But then there's somebody who vibes like you do who's like oh yeah i find him everywhere T- can you do you mind telling me like do you do you remember when or anything like that uh, it, 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 years ago. so one time one time okay one time great sure okay well that's nice I mean, I don't yeah No problem. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that truly. And I I really do appreciate knowing that. So I have found 70, literally 70 from September 4th of 2018 to from that date through this afternoon, I have found 70. And of those 70, I have found, I don't want to get this wrong, and I have not done the math beforehand. Today, I found three. Uh, there was one day I was in San Francisco about a year ago and I found four in one day. And then another time I was in San Francisco and I also found three. So that's 10 total. And I've spent a total of about like five days in San Francisco for that amount of time. Now, I'm a lawyer by trade. So of course I have to have my own objections to this. So sometimes people will say to me, they're like, well, there's a lot of Chinese food in San Francisco, fine, fine. Your, have any of you found fortunes ever on the ground do you live in san francisco okay some yes some no okay so there's that you found one which again thank you for sharing like i just wonder whenever i find them like i i i am religious to a certain extent, you know, like I know enough about the various sects of Orthodox Judaism to alienate an audience two years ago before I got accidentally heckled by someone's phone, but mostly my sense of religion, like the extent to which I'm religious, is I think I am important enough and special enough that God would talk directly to me. That's my religion. And it's not something, like, I'm, you know, terribly proud of in terms of my own constitution, but it is exciting. The 69th one that I found earlier today was... um, your golden years will be very happy and i thought that that was really funny that it was my 69th one cuz i was like i plan to do a lot of 69ing in my golden years um despite the fact that i will have gone through menopause and other words that have the word men in them thank you so much i'm liz glazer <laughs>
0: this glazer yay 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 all the way from far away good stuff hey um if your dog barks why we got to we gotta like i mean it's really really distracting yeah i know but is this gonna keep happening or can you i know but you keep trying and it's really distracting So I might have to ask you, I don't want to be mean or whatever, but I might have to ask you to leave after the next comedian only because it's really distracting. I'm so sorry, but it is. Um, hey your next comedian he looks like he's chomping at the bit you ready uh, your red jacket says you're ready we can do the thing I usually do I'm, I'm really irresponsible as a list writer I'm like I don't know who's gonna show up at what times. so sometimes I have the comedians like mad dog each other to see who wants to go next but you have the energy you've got the you've you got it he's gooing punch and he's getting ready I'm super excited you guys uh, he is he's a badass he's a college student he's super super smart and he has a really great perspective on the world put your hands together everybody for Shane Kenny. Thank
4: you. round of applause for your host Pam the hardest working woman in or hardest working person in the comedy scene here yeah we just show up here and talk shit she's the one actually running things so uh, I know what you're thinking the uh, band didn't work out and now he's telling jokes let's be honest I'd much rather be hiding behind a a guitar rather than my thoughts, because a guitar's a reliable form of entertainment. My thoughts are like 40, 60 at best. So I do a lot of things though, poetry, music, drugs. I like to consider myself an open person. I do have a part-time job actually. I uh, drive around in a van with my dog solving mysteries. It's a very spooky line of work. Man, did I need that holiday. So, uh, as you can see, I have the facial structure of a Neanderthal. You know, giant forehead, large chin, very evolved traits. Yeah, everyone in the Bay Area is like, revolution! Well, meanwhile, my family's like, evolution! because my dad's sick of being mistaken for the Geico caveman. So I learned this recently that having your forehead and nose extend outward past your eyes is an evolutionary trait designed to protect your eyes when getting punched in the face. And so you know what that means. My ancestors were getting punched in the face so frequently for so many generations Our DNA literally changed. Like at one point, my ancestors' DNA had to have a meeting. Like, all right, cells, gather around. uh, Gather around. Yeah, no, stop trying to increase height and IQ. They won't stop getting punched in the face. So to make sure no one loses an eye, we're going to start dedicating resources to the forehead and nose. All right, break. And that's why my brothers and I are short and stupid but can take a punch. So I'm not too worried about bombing though, mostly because I'm white. Whether I bomb or kill, either way it's getting blamed on my poor mental health. So, you know, it's a weird way that privilege works. So a little bit about me though, I am an insecure white person. And uh, that's the worst kind of white person. Between cops and school shooters, insecure white people do not have a very humane track record. Even I look in the mirror sometimes like, Shit. I don't trust you. You might gentrify a neighborhood or ruin a genre of music. At best, like... So specifically though, I'm Irish. That's why I have so many freckles. Or as I like to call them, cancer and training. I'm sure one of them is going to go pro and do me in soon, so, you know, we all want to see our kids grow up. So, anyone here vegan? Anyone? Like, I have vegan friends that will judge me for eating meat, because it's unhealthy. Then those same friends will go and do cocaine, because apparently cocaine's vegan. Funny how they, they use the whole, it comes from plants, thing to justify everything. Thank you, the commentary portion of this act is afterwards, sir. Um, so, uh, anyone here a fan of South Park, anyone? Yeah, yeah great show. Um, when I was a kid, I thought, South Park is meaningless, and that life is full of meaning. Now, as an adult, I realize that South Park is full of meaning and life is meaningless. And that has been the plot twist of my coming of age. Like, oh, the stoner cartoon's full of insight and wisdom and existence is pointless. Night <laughs> Nice one. God, I did not see that coming. This is cool. The silence is really supportive. That's always a great sign of a comedy show. Anyone here go to therapy? Anyone? It's okay, we're comedians, we can be honest about our mental illness, because no one's doing this because life went awesome. So, like I've been to a few therapists and I realized that therapists are just prostitutes for your thoughts. Like a prostitute will suck your dick, but a therapist will listen to what's on your mind. And for some guys, neither are pretty. Like, what if there was a red light district, but for therapists? A bunch of people dressed in business casual on a crappy corner in downtown going, Hey, handsome, you look like you got a long, hard work schedule. Want to tell me about it? Or, hey, cutie, I can make you come to terms with your childhood. You know, sexy things like that, because both therapists and prostitutes help you clear your head by getting a load off. You know? It's just one's, you know, a brain doctor and the other's a body doctor. This is cool. Um, thank you all for coming, by the way. Uh, Meet M- M- Radio is like the boys and girls club for at-risk comedians, so every penny helps us get up here and feel like we matter. When we're here, we're not tying a knot, so you together... You matter. <laughs> All right, how much time do I got left? I'm just curious. Uh, you, you, six minutes have elapsed. Six minutes have elapsed? That's not a time limit that appreciate the... I just want to know so I don't dig myself into a hole and then get robbed on time. Okay, cool. So, I'm a big history nerd, big history nerd, and one of my favorite moments in history was the Salem witch trials. For those of you who don't know what happened, a bunch of women got accused of exhibiting satanic behavior. All they were doing was, they were dancing around a bonfire naked and the Christians freaked the fuck out. And they didn't notice at the time, but they later found out that these women were behaving this way because they ate moldy food, a psychedelic mold that affects the brain similar to magic mushrooms and acid. Yeah. so. Anyone who's taken mushrooms or acid understands that bonfires, nudity, and dancing aren't so much a side effect. That's just an inevitability. Like, what the Christians were calling satanic behavior, I call a wet dream. A bunch of nude women on psychedelics dancing around a fire. Are you kidding me? You wanted to bring a stop to that? How dare you? So... Thank you. We are a very inclusive place here at Mutiny Radio. All sorts of people. Mentally sane, off the rails. We, we love having an audience. So, all joking aside, uh, I study climate change. So uh, comedy isn't the most depressing thing I'm pursuing, but a close number two. And it's crazy, these hurricanes we've been having keep getting bigger and bigger because of climate change and my colleague was like isn't it crazy that all those hurricanes keep hitting the south and I was like no it's not because the majority of the people in those states are climate change deniers who fear God which means one of two things either climate change is real and they're in denial or God is real and trying to drown them. And none of those rednecks wanted to acknowledge that it's climate change or an act of God that sinks their trailer park every year. All right, I'm Shane Kenny, you guys have been great. Thank you for supporting this wonderful venue.
0: Jane Kenny, yay. Uh, some God talk, good stuff. Hey, it's, it's all good, welcome. Hey, it's 10 bucks. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I know, it's so rude I'm on stage, and I was just going to tell a Jesus joke. Knock, knock, Jesus. I know, did that guy exist or what? Was he for real? Was he real? Jesus who? I'm so glad we're on the same page. Did he write the Bible? I don't know what happened. I don't know how that all worked with Jesus. It was good stuff. Yeah. I was a, I used to be a, a cheerleader, a cheerleader for God. There is only one God. Andy is the sun God. Ra, Ra, Ra.
5: <laughs>
0: there you go. See, that's a joke. That's how you do it. Set up punch, baby. Uh, your next comedian. Oh, well, I should have you mad dog. Ra, were you chomping at the Bits to go? All right, you guys are in for a fucking treat. He is a gem, he's a new guy on the scene, but he's been coming around and working so hard and he's so funny and he's so brave because he's always wearing sweatpants. And I think that that is a bold fucking move. I do, I do, I do. No, he's amazing. Put your hands together, I gotta make this really tall for him. Put your hands together, everybody, it's Rob Edwards, yay!
6: How y'all doing? Mm, I'm tired. Look, like I'm always tired, you know? That's why I don't understand the phrase big dick energy. You know what I mean? Because I have a huge dick, but I be tired as fuck, like all the time. You know what I'm saying? Where are all these energetic Mandingo niggas at? I'm not, I don't know. I'm not one of them, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. Valentine's Day is coming up. How many of y'all are excited for that? That bullshit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I've never understood it, you know what I mean? Like, who's the mascot for Valentine's Day? It's uh, Cupid. Cupid, the baby angel. Nobody's ever asked how he got that way. Is he someone's abortion, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, the irony that he would be the angel of love when someone clearly uh, didn't love him, you know what I'm saying? And And, you know, he would have those, he had those love arrows, you know, that he would shoot at people, and they would fall in love almost against their will, which confuses me because I thought that's why we put Bill Cosby in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, I, I, you know, so we have to decide is Cupid the angel of love or is he the angel of date rape? You know what I mean? That's, that's what Cupid was. He was a date rape baby who, who got aborted, mastered the skill of archery in the afterlife and now he haunts the world making other date rape babies. It's a vicious, <laughs> vicious cycle. Cycle of hate and also Valentine's Day was about uh back in the day starting in Roman days. It's about fertility All right It's about reproduction bringing more people into the world which was important back then because motherfuckers died of like constipation Nobody survived childbirth. You know what I mean? You needed it back then, but I don't know if today I don't know if you've been outside. There's too many motherfuckers living right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, and here's the thing, if we bring more people into the world, okay, more people are going to have to find a way to support themselves, which means more people are going to drive for Uber, okay? And I don't know about you, but I can't support anything that'll put more motherfuckers on the freeway. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's already too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, Smokey the Bear once said, only you can prevent forest fires. I don't know about that, but I do know only you can prevent Uber drivers, okay? (laughs) Don't have that baby. He ain't going to be shit, all right? Like, don't do it. Also, back in those Roman days on that fertility holiday, they had like a, uh, a ritual they would do where they would uh, tie women up and uh, they would have animal sacrifices and they would take the bodies of those animals and make like contraptions and weapons and like beat the women with them. Which look, if, if you're into BDSM, that's cool. All right. If you want to get whipped spanked and called a dirty whore, that's your business. But you didn't have to turn the house cat into a butt plug. You know what I'm saying? Like that's <laughs> Fluffy didn't deserve that, okay? He he didn't do anything to deserve that. That's cruel. You know The Romans they they soon figured out that uh that ritual was a bit extra and uh decided to do like this little festival where they kind of just pulled a name out of a hat and that's who you would kinda of hang out with that day. You know what I mean? It'd be like Tinder except you can't swipe left or right. Whoever co- pops up on the screen, that's who you kicking it with, you know what I'm saying? Which I would rather do that than what we do today, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, like it was like, what if you get somebody you're not attracted to? Like, don't don't be shallow, okay? You're better than that, you know what I'm saying? And also, you don't have to take it seriously. Treat it like a scrimmage, you know what I'm saying? Try some new things, do some different stuff, you know what I'm saying? It's practice, not the game, practice, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to take it seriously. I don't know why we celebrate Valentine's Day, it's my point. Uh been watching the politics lately, it's fucked up. Uh, you know, Trump fascinates me, right? <laughs> like, Donald Trump is a black belt in white privilege. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump is to white privilege what Michael Jordan was to basketball, what Wayne Gretzky was to hockey, what Tiger Woods was to white women. Uh, <laughs> Tiger Woods has had more white women than a farmer's market. Uh <laughs> Tiger Woods' house was the first black owned building to be gentrified. Uh, but anyway, my point is, Donald Trump is the goat, the greatest of all time of you, and using his white privilege. Okay? This motherfucker is dodging cases like Neo off the Matrix. It's incredible to watch. You know what I'm saying? Donald Trump says shit, like don't believe what your eyes are seeing or what your ears are hearing. That's a Jedi mind trick. How the fuck is he doing that? I don't get how he does that, man. I feel like once he gets done, he should like open his own white privilege dojo. You know what I'm saying? Like Grandmaster Pecklewood. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I don't, I would go just cause I feel like there's gotta be, there's gotta be something to what he, like, you know what I'm saying? Did he, did he slay a dragon with nothing but a jar of mayonnaise? Did he, did he win the Mortal Kombat tournament with yoga moves? You know what I'm saying? Like, Finish him and he did the downward dog or some shit. Like, I don't know, how is he doing that shit, bro? This motherfucker just had a trial with no witnesses. You know what I mean? What kind of Caucasian foolishness? A trial with no witnesses? You do not need any witnesses. That is a PB&J sandwich with no bread. How is that physically possible? You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. He's just, he's crazy to me, bro. I don't know, let's, let's switch to a happier topic. I was at a bar one time. And uh, I had this gay dude hit on me, which I'm from the South, Memphis, Tennessee originally. And there was a time where I would have had a very bad reaction to that. You wanna know how I got past it? I use a tactic that you ladies use, which is just because I'm not going home with this motherfucker. Doesn't mean he can't buy me drinks. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, It's incredible how tolerant Free Hennessy will make a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? We had those drinks and went our separate ways because while I am very progressive minded, uh, my dick is very conservative. Uh, My dick is from a different time. He's stuck in his ways. Uh, My dick is homophobic, my dick. uh, Body shames. Uh, Depending on the time of year, my dick is racist. Yeah, I only fuck Asian women on Chinese New Year. I uh, only fuck Mexican women on Cinco de Mayo. And I don't fuck white women after Labor Day. So uh, it's, you know, he's weird like that. I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, yeah, uh, so speaking of my dick, as I mentioned, mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm well endowed. And uh, when you're well endowed, when I think about it, all I'm really doing is using my penis to uh, rearrange her insides. Uh, does that make my dick an interior designer? I think it does, yes. Okay, we're kind of going for an open floor plan here, so in order to achieve that, we're gonna have to uh, push some of these walls back. Uh, (laughs) Okay, the room's really starting to come together, okay? (laughs) You know, it was really tight and cramped when we first got here, but now that we've been here for a while and moved some things around, there's so much room for activities, it's crazy. We're almost finished. We just need you to decide whether you want us to pull out now and paint the exterior or stay inside and repaint the room. That's up to you. If you want, we can paint your upstairs room. We just need to let us know verbally or open your mouth and stick out your tongue. We will know what to do from there. What was that, ma'am? Oh, unfortunately, we have to put the paint somewhere. If we don't, my coworkers will turn blue. It'll be a big, big deal. A lot of extra paperwork. Thank you for your cooperation. Yeah. Hey, y'all pulled back on the sex joke. I don't like sex in here. Damn. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, I I like sex, but I'm not a freak. I was uh, with a young lady one night, and uh, we were about to have ourselves some sex. We were in the beginning stages. And uh, I'm licking the kitty, as all straight men should. And she begins to put pressure on the top of my head, kind of a Heisman stiff arm uh, towards her anus. And the thing about Rob, that's me. I do not partake in the consumption of ass. I do not kiss, lick, or eat booty holes. That's a personal decision that I've made for myself. I told her this, and you know she was a pretty girl, a little spoiled, really didn't understand the word no. You know, she kind of kept asking me the same shit in a different way. It kind of turned into this green eggs and ham situation. Uh, she goes, eat my ass, like groceries out the bag. And then I said, I don't eat ass, because having shit in your mouth is a drag. <laughs> Would you eat ass, here or there, I wouldn't eat ass here or there. I wouldn't eat ass anywhere. Would you? Could you on the bed? Maybe after. I give you head. I would not could not on the bed even after head. I do not eat ass. Understand me, ma'am? I do not eat ass, so stop asking. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I told her. Yeah, you know, uh, sex is cool I, I like sex but it's just it's had a lot of negative effects on and I don't know like being good at it I feel is overrated all it's done is almost gotten me stabbed almost gotten my car keyed all kinds of shit like that yeah you know like I feel like you know if if you and a, a woman aren't on the same page as to what the relationship is like say I'm, I'm always just trying to fuck but she wants something serious I shouldn't make her come that's how I feel you know because I feel like when a woman when a woman has an orgasm it's kind of releases an inner craziness that would have otherwise been left dormant. I don't know. It's like, don't poke the bear, you know what I'm saying? In this case, the bear is her G-spot. Like, leave it alone, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just, it's more trouble than it's worth, in my opinion, but, you know, that's just me. Yeah, it what's happening? Yeah, that first lady talked about how she bombed. First time I bombed was uh was crazy, it was at Tommy T's. You know, I had, uh i had never been on stage before, obviously, because I just said it was my first time, and I'd had a lot of Hennessy that day. And you know, usually Hennessy my friend, but it, it turned on me that day. You know what I'm saying? I went up there and went blank as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like forgot my whole fucking set. Like I bombed so bad, there was a crater left on stage from where I fucking bombed, bro. The lady had to come up and explain what the fuck had just happened to everybody. You know? So it's cool, man. It's cool. This comedy shit's been going, been going pretty great. But uh, all right, I'm bring Pam back up. Thank you guys. Yay! He's not gonna
0: eat in the ass, everybody. Yeah, we know that for sure. Uh, one of the one of the side effects. One of the dudes. Okay, so I don't think you've ever been to a comedy show before. Hey, buddy, I don't think you've ever been to a comedy show before. I know it's an intimate room, but there's like a a contract that we have with our. It's like you 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 experience it by like laughing and clapping. Uh, it's it's a conversation that you don't answer. I'm just trying to educate you with. But right now you're talking, and that's not part of the way it works. Heckling isn't helping. It's it's just not. People think it is, but it's not. Heckling isn't helping. But but see, you're still talking. See how you're still talking? That's the problem. Do you understand now? Do we understand each other? Okay. Thank you. Okay. I don't I don't mean to be a cunt, but it is my favorite word. And sometimes you just gotta. I do. I just love the word. One of the things, so I'm going through menopause, so I have gotten a little more cunty, if you know what I mean. And one of the things I've lost is my sense of taste and smell. So it's actually time for me to start eating ass, I think, because I can't taste or smell it. It's like God just gave that gift to me. Thanks. That's awesome. Uh, do you guys want to mad dog each other for the next one? Do you want, John, are you big British? Are you ready to go or do you want to do the thing? Or Danny Deshi? do you want to, you would rather? Yeah. Hey, everybody, he is, uh, he's the most famous of us all, to be absolutely honest. He's been on, he's been on like the America's Got Talent. He's been on the TVs, you guys. He's um, actually, he's a really famous musician and I'm so excited to bring him up right now. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Danny Deshi! Yay!
7: Yeah.
8: Hey, get for your host, Pam, everybody. Hi, there. Hi everybody. Yeah, I'm Danny Deschi. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, they say most accidents happen in the home. And that's how I was born. Thank you my <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, yeah, sometimes I get so lonely for a hug that I go to a restaurant and pretend that I'm choking. <clears throat> yeah, so a lot of restaurant jokes. So I went, to, you know how uh, <clears throat> uh, Olive Garden tells you, hey, we treat you like like family, I said, you know, please don't do that. Okay, I should do, one. okay, one, one more. Uh, you know, okay, there's this uh, Pollo Loco restaurant, this chain of Pollo Loco restaurant, that's cool, all right. But if I want to open up my own restaurant and call it Mad Cow, people say, oh no, don't do that, that's bad. <laughs> right, uh, so uh, this always happens to me. Uh, whenever I go into a store, customers come up to me and they ask me questions, because they think I work there. Again, don't look like an assistant manager. Yeah, anyway, so uh, last weekend I was over the sports shop in the mall just minding my own business when this guy comes up to me with a parking garage ticket in his hand. And he says to me, excuse me, sir, can you please validate me? And I go, uh, sure. Um, you're a good person. Everyone likes you. And you smell nice. <clears throat> yeah, guy goes, oh, yeah, very funny, wise guy. I was talking about my ticket. So, so I, I look at his ticket and I say, you're a good ticket. Everyone likes you. And you smell nice. <laughs> Yeah, and the guy gets mad, he starts yelling at me, and then the store manager comes over to see what all the yelling's about, <clears throat> and he fires me. Yeah, I don't even work there, and he fires me. <laughs> yeah, although he did get my 2 weeks severance pay, so cool. And hey, did you see the survey on uh, NMSNBC News? He said that 62% of America's workers are having sexual relationships with someone else in the same workplace. Yeah, so I got me thinking, man, I need to get a job. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, last job, I, uh, I was a pizza delivery guy, and I got fired for having a perfect driving record. And uh, <clears throat> well, what happened was my boss got suspicious, and he found out that I did not have a car, and I was delivering the pizzas on the bus. Yeah, yeah, so, All right, to Muni bus, by the way. Anybody remember Muni? I took Muni over here, you know, Muni? Yeah, yeah, today on the bus, I saw this young couple on the bus with, with a little baby girl, and, and the little baby girl said her first words on Muni. Yeah, she said, uh, back door? <laughs> yeah, we say. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, also, uh, you know, technology. Um, all the um, uh, public transportation now is equipped with uh, AI. You know, artificial intelligence. Uh, uh, yeah, one of the buses I I rode on actually broke down uh, and cried. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> AI. Okay. <laughs> 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 was. Um, yeah. Oh, so I'm a musician, and it's that time of the year. It's uh, uh you know. Yes, you have a question? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh yes, yes, you're a musician too, or you are currently musician and comedian, or you yeah. right. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> All right, Cool. That's good. Yeah, I do both. It's, uh, yeah, but um, anyway, um, yeah, I'm a musician, and I'm, I'm gonna play. Uh, since it's Halloween coming up. Um, how about I'm going to play Green Sleeves? No, not Halloween, uh, Valentine's Day. You know, it's a pot smell. It's making me go crazy here. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm not a pot smoker. But anyway, yeah, the thing about that is, um, yeah, just, uh, it gets me the smell. So I mean, how, how would you like it if wherever you go, somebody would trip you over and then part in your face? You know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's Valentine's Day coming up. So I'm going to play Green Sleeves. Number two pencil. <clears throat> okay, thank you. Very much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you guys like to rock. Okay, how about I'm gonna twist his sister. Okay, we ain't gonna take it. Okay. It just goes on and on like that. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hey, you Okay, all right, name this tune. Okay. Yep, anybody know?
6: Yeah,
8: what is? That's right, what is Jeopardy? What is Jeopardy would be the correct answer, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah speaking earlier about uh technology uh, yeah you know you got like so many things like uh alexa you know hey alexa can you play me some music hey alexa can you turn off the lights yeah nobody has to do anything anymore they even got uh skateboards they just self-propelled skateboards and and if you want a car you can even have a car delivered to your home i mean people don't do anything so <laughs> uh, recently i'm not sure you heard there's uh <clears throat> this thing called the s car s pod s pod anybody hear about it it's actually a um uh we call it for, uh, it's for adults it's a uh, stroller yeah it's a stroller for adults yeah you can put all your electronics and stuff like that on it and you get your car delivered to you right there to you and whatever you want pizza whatever and uh, I, the first time i saw one guy on, on, with this s pod I, I i you know i didn't know so i said excuse me sir are you disabled he says i oh, know i'm a millennial Millennium, yeah, yeah. So, so you suffer that, (laughs) yeah. So, uh, yeah, and um, yeah, they got today. I'm not, not but anyway, uh, today (laughs) um, they got all these uh, educational programs for kids. You know, like uh, Blue's Clues and you know Sesame Street and you know Barney the Dinosaur. Yeah, when I was a kid, uh, we had better educational shows than they do now. They, they, I mean, they dealt with real educational stuff. We had, um, you know, we had the Three Stooges and Looney Tunes, and we learned the real life stuff, like you know, never put a bowling ball on the top shelf, <laughs> and um, yeah, never cook turkey with dynamite, <clears throat> and never um, you know toast bread while you're in the bathtub, <clears throat> things like that. Yeah, you know, real life things. Cool. Um, Let's see what. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, recently I was actually uh, attacked by a mugger. Uh, Yeah, this guy comes after me. And and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this woman just pops out of nowhere and she uh, slams a mugger down the ground and then she handcuffs him. Yeah, so I figure she must be an undercover cop. So I ask her, uh, Excuse me, um, are you SFPD? And she goes, "Uh, No, uh, BDSM. it's a fetish you know yeah uh, so so we dated yeah and um uh, yeah we were coming home one day and she says so honey are you ready for your punishment i go uh, yeah because so she ties me up between these two posts and then she goes to the other room and comes back with it, a, a rolls a, a TV back in, in front of me, and she forces me to watch golf. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's her form of punishment. Yeah, yeah, I was hoping for whips and chains, but not golf. You know? But but it didn't work out too well. Um, yeah, we broke up because um, she was a Republican. <clears throat> yeah, I, I didn't find out, um, yeah, I didn't see a Ronald Reagan tattoo until it was too late. It was on her fist. <clears throat> yeah yeah that's yeah, okay yeah yeah relationships you know they can be expensive anyway'cause you know when you first go out you first gotta get the flowers and the dinner and the dancing, and if you wanna get a little intimate, you gotta get um well you know the the, the handcuffs and, and the robe and a giant roulette wheel with the throwing knives and a banjo you yeah. know it starts to add up yeah. yeah especially if you need the banjo lessons yeah, yeah. and the knife throwing lessons'cause you know you want to practice safe sex <clears throat> Oh, yeah, so, um, yeah, oh, um, yeah, I went to see this movie, uh, I Am Number Four. Uh, anybody hear it, I Am Number Four? Actually, it's a very touching story about uh, mandarin beef over rice. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm in the movie theater, uh, watching the movie, and right in the middle of the movie, the guy next to me starts talking on his cell phone. And I tell him, excuse me, Syracuse, please put your phone away, try and watch a movie. Um, and he does, he puts his phone away. Um, then a few minutes later, I'm talking on my cell phone, and this guy says to me, hey, how come I can't talk on my cell phone, and you can? And I tell him, well, that's because I am a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> got my hypocrite card right here, right in the Cracker Jack box. Same place I got my driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. What else is happening? Um, oh, so uh, any comic book fans? Call comic book, any comic book fans? Yeah, I mean, a DC fan. Yeah, cool. Uh, so yeah, I went to the uh, comic book convention and um, the place was so crowded, I didn't want to wait all day in line to get an autograph. So I came up with an idea. Um, I went up to the front door and I yelled, hey, Eugene, your mother's here to pick you up. <clears throat> and the whole place cleared out yeah only person left with this woman dressed up like wonder woman and uh, so i go up to her and say hey there wonder Woman. want to come over to my place and check out my comic book collection i got a lot of issues yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she said get lost you nerd i told her i can't get lost because i got my address written in my underwear so there Mm. and i'm danny deschi good night everybody
0: I'm all the way back here. You're like, Where, where'd she go? Why isn't she on stage? I'm behind you in the booth. T- tonight's a crazy night because I'm, I'm not only running the sound, but I'm also hosting the show. So that's crazy and weird. Uh, in one minute, actually, we're going to be having a call-in set. It's going to be an eight-minute set from Melina Best out of Portland. Uh, it'll be an eight-minute set, and you'll hear it over the, over the speakers. But then after that, we have two comics left. We have Big British John, and we have Madeline Midge Russells. So stick around, and if you're listening on mutinyradio.fm, thanks for doing that. Uh, My name's Pam Benjamin. I'm the host of Comedy Clubhouse. Just want to let you guys know that the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 7th. It's going to be seven days, 66 shows, 75 comics, programming from 10 in the morning until 10 at night every day of the week, uh, March 1st through 7th Sunday through Saturday so that's going to be super exciting I'm totally trying to burn this one minute until I see this flashing light that's going to be telling me that Melina Best, uh, she's one of the comedians that are coming down for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Another one of your, both of your comics coming up next. Both Madeline Midge Russell and Big British John are both on the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival that you can get your tickets now. Yeah, it's so exciting. Uh, And comedians out there, I've got a box of chocolates for you guys and um, stuff like that, so... Comedians, that's how I'm, I'm paying you tonight. I have stuff back here for you. Food, that's, that's how every Jewish mom would want it. Well, it is 9 o'clock, and she is not on the button, so we're going to keep it going with your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brig British John!
9: Good evening. Good evening. This is the accent you could have had, but no. (laughs) You wanted to sound just gay enough for John Wayne to order avocado toast. That's that's who you wanted to be. I get that. Who else would want this accent? I have no idea. I am uh, I am I am I am truly blessed to be here. I uh, obviously not from around here, Uh, though I do have an American wife and an anchor baby. Uh, You gotta. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, I I just want to say right now, off the bat, um, huge huge fan of what you've done with your democracy. I uh, no, I am. I think it's fantastic. Of course, I also consider you treasonous bastards, <laughs> and I just wanted to see it die. Um, just just you know, being honest. Uh, a couple of reasons for that. Let me tell you. First rule: how to make tea does not involve putting it in a fucking ocean. Okay. No one ever said I've been to Boston. I've seen the water. Let's make drinks out of it. I mean, it's just, just not a no. Uh, that's where you started going wrong. I have a list. I uh, <laughs> no. I, uh, I I'm I'm truly blessed. Uh, quick, anybody here uh, good? Any any good, any good with maths? Eighty-eight thousand nine hundred and ninety-two. Anybody? No. That's how long you've been trying democracy. Let's stop it. Okay. Clearly, you don't like it. You know, time to move on to some... You're not going to be happy until you have the the jackboot of colonialism back on your neck. Okay? That's, that's the... Uh, you know, if you've seen Hamilton, if you've seen the King George song, not so fucking crazy now, is it? You know? Do we have to send a battalion to murder your family to truly show you how much we love you? Because I know some of you, I met your families. That would be a welcome relief. Especially mine. No, I'm... Uh, no, i i i am truly blessed this accent allows me to get away with so much um and it's a very it's a very two way relationship you know I've been here you know more years than the uh immigration services are aware of and um i'm uh, and i I've, I've enjoyed most of them most of them there are some things i i i don't understand I'm from a great country <clears throat> what is it we had that you so badly wanted? To be one, I mean seriously, make America great again why we 've been we've been trying three weeks ago we uh we did brexit uh, don't talk to me about the politics. I did my own seven years ago i'm uh, i 'm not going back again my family i uh, <laughs> No, it's a, uh, I'm truly, truly blessed. I'm trying to understand the American culture, but there's some things that are the same, like spelling. You know, we do some things differently. You know, you're stupid. Uh, You don't understand why we put... No, no, it's not my fault. I've seen your education. And, um, you know, my wife's a teacher. Uh, She tells me how bad the kids are. I can't imagine they've got better over the last 70 years. Um, No, is it normal to call them bastards? I'm I'm not sure. but I'm... uh, I'm I'm truly 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 blessed. I I really am. I Drove here tonight on 101. I Like the fact you go with simple number systems. This is how I know about your education system. Don't want to make it complicated people get lost on 237. I Like some of the things you've done. So you've got the dedicated lane on the left-hand side for Tesla's. That's nice You don't like royalty, but you give people their own car lane. I like that. That's a nice thing. (laughs) But then we get spelling, that comes into it as well. So what, what do you call the lane on the right? The slow, lane. the slow lane. You see, we spell that differently where I come from. L-O-S-E-R. It's a um, an, And I can say this, as an immigrant, I've worked out your immigration problem. Most of the people in that lane have ladders. That wall's not gonna work. I can tell you right now, that's, that's a mistake. Here's the other thing I've noticed, and I, I, you know, your healthcare system and your long-term, uh, your long-term elderly care is an issue as well. I, I read about it all the times in the paper. But you solve that problem because all of them seem to just be in that one lane. What you've created is a highly mobile retirement community. It's where Honda Civics go to die, from what I can tell. Now, I'm, uh, I'm so blessed to be here. Now it, it, is, it is, it is, it is a two-way street. You have given so much to us, and we haven't always haven't always respected what you've given us. For instance, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, any Jimi Hendrix fans? Woo! So I'm sorry, but he choked to death on a British woman. That's how hairy they are. Um, <laughs> the uh, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm lucky, I was raised on a farm, I knew how to shave a sheep, otherwise I might never have lost my virginity. When you're... Uh, when, <laughs> When you're looking out at a crowd and you're thinking by God, that's hairy. <laughs> you don't know which way they are. Uh, that's the uh, the only way you'll know is kneecaps. That's the uh, it's, that's that's the truth of it. I'm afraid. I see I was spoiled as a young man. You know, we only have four TV channels. In, when I was growing up in, in, in the UK, I was raised on a strict diet of things like Airwolf, Knight Rider. Yeah, Jukes of Hazard. I pretty much moved here to meet Daisy Duke. That was pretty much the and am I allowed to have a General Lee sticker on my car now? No, not even on a fucking Tesla. You're just too woke at this point. I big part of this. Everyone's like, oh, it's racism. No, it's because you don't drive. How many people here own cars? That would be my point. Okay, most of you run around in an Uber. That, 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 that's the truth of it. And these young millennials who aren't learning to drive, they're missing out on so much. There is no better feeling than in your own car driving with Leonard Skinner. That's it. Freebird! Oh my God, you, we gave you Queen. We gave you Bohemian Rhapsody. We said, here's rock opera. You said, all right, that's good. But I think you'll find the amp goes to 11. Okay, what you need? What you need is some corn rye, six guitars, two drummers, And we're going to record it in Oakland. That shit wouldn't happen these days. Can you imagine the riot we would have right now with a 60 by 40 foot Confederate flag hanging in the Coliseum? I just want to see the place burn. I mean, I'm not the only people. The Raiders left. But that would have been the way to finish. That's how you do it. I mean, obviously, if the vegans that run the place had the strength to riot and I think that's where you're going wrong. I, it's, it's, you've gone too far in, the, uh, in, in both directions. And I can say this. I mean, look at me. Do I look like a... I am a friend of vegans. I want you to know I am truly a friend. More red meat than cheese for me. <laughs> that's the... Uh, yeah, I, I can't say no to cheese. I've, uh, I've tried. I failed. Several times. Just on the way here. It's, uh, it's, a, wa- it's a wagon I just love falling off. It really is. Now, uh, we've done so much, and we've given you stuff back. We gave, you know, you all think British cooking, you know, we boil everything, including fish and chips. Not true. But we gave you Gordon Ramsay. Now, that wasn't actually a cooking thing. That was to teach you how to swear properly. No. See, it's a form of grammar. See, I can say anything in this accent, and it sounds nice. No, no, I knew your mother when she was working on the docks. Delightful woman, very limber. It sounds nice. It sounds nice, yeah. My wife knows she married this mistake. I'm sorry, no, oh, no, I got that right. You see, I could get away with it. It's fantastic, I'm, I'm truly blessed. Now, my wife is amazing. Uh, she, uh, she has two degrees, one in psychology, one in kinesiology. She knows how to take you apart both physically and mentally. In fact, I recently took her to one of my comedy gigs and uh, she said, God, I wish I'd gone to one of those earlier. I said, why not? She said, well, I'm finishing my PhD I could have done my thesis on th- th- my thesis on three minutes with your friends, <laughs> And she wasn't joking, sir. <laughs> so I had a chance to meet her. Psycho- I had a chance to meet her mentor today, and I realised it's a trap. <laughs> um, it's uh cause you just don't want to expose what goes on in a man's mind. I mean, not that there is anything going on, but we don't want them to find out. That's the rule number one. Uh, no, no one talks about Fight Club or what goes on in a man's mind. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm blessed. I, I, I really am. I, I, you know, I, I got a wonderful wife. She's intelligent. She's beautiful. My wife is a former U.S. Olympic swimmer. She competed in the Olympics in Atlanta uh, in the distance swimming. Thirty years of doing this. The ass is amazing. The only reason she's in a relationship with me is because of my voice. That's it. We have a Daughter called London. She is a sweet little child. She is three years old. In 32 years she will be qualified to save you from yourselves. She will finally be able to run for president. And I am going to help her because I understand the American psyche. I understand what it takes to be elected in this country. So I have had 50,000 hats made in red with white writing. See, I understand you better than you know yourselves. So Pam, if you don't mind, in my final moments, I am gonna start my daughter's campaign. Ladies and gentlemen, 32 years from now, and I don't care which ticket she runs on, it won't matter. Ladies and gentlemen, make America Great Britain again. (laughs) God save the queen, you treasonous bastards, and give it up for your host, Pam. Thank you very much. I've been Big British John, and you've been amazing. (laughs)
0: just started his campaign big british john we have on the phone all the way from portland oregon melina best hey melina how
10: are you doing hi hey i'm doing good
0: so excited for you to come down for the mutiny radio comedy festival coming up march 1st through 7th i
10: am 2020
0: and this is a taste give him a taste melina everybody clap your hands together for melina best
10: thank you how y'all doing tonight? Good. Alright. Uh, so I was recently on a show and afterward a guy came up to me. He was like, You were funny. So I was about to say thank you. And he was like, In a good way. I was like, uh, thanks for the confirmation. I was I was confused. I recently was hired for a job without an interview because I thought I was the other Molina. That they had interviewed. I uh, come in on the first day, and the manager's like, "Oh, you weren't the one we wanted to hire. Ah, fuck it, you're close enough. We just won't put you on the schedule. Sound good?" That was that was real cool. At one point, I uh, worked at Starbucks. On my first day. One of the baristas said, Hey, can I have your name? And I was like, No, bitch, it's mine. Like, what the fuck? Get your own. After working there for a little while, uh, a customer ordered a bacon gouda sandwich. So I said, Sounds good. Uh, then a couple seconds later, I was like, I said to myself about myself, You're fired. And then I was freaking out, right? Like, no job. Fuck. Seconds later, I was like, you're hired again. Don't worry about it. One of my first jobs was at a fast food, like a Burger King. And I was always surprised by how many customers asked if we had, if we sell burgers. I was like, uh, yeah. If we didn't, we'd be closed. Or we'd just be called Vil. I was working the drive-through window, and the window didn't want to open. So once it did, the woman outside of it was like, That window did not want to work. I'm like, Well, neither do I. So looks like we have a conundrum here. She's like, Conundrum. I didn't see that on the menu, so I shot her. A serious look, you guys. Come on. I walked into the dining area. I went up to a elderly regular who uh, elderly regular who was sitting there. I said, "How are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm just waiting to die." So I helped her out. I'm just kidding. I'm a real treat with the seniors. I've been uh, helping out my friend's grandma who lives in a senior living home. I recently went and visited her and asked if she wanted to take her pills. She's like, no, I don't like you. I mean, I don't like me either some days. So <laughs> read that as most days. So I get it. And then she said, I don't like you. You're a popcorn girl. And uh, I was like, "Uh, what? Turns out to her that meant prostitute. But before you go thinking that her definition of prostitute was uh, having sex for money, no. It's, I apparently have sex for popcorn. Yeah, killing it, killing it over here. (laughs) I asked her granddaughter uh, if she is also to her grandma seen as a popcorn girl. The answer is no, but I am apparently trying to talk her into it. (laughs) Miss Troublemaker over here. I then got a job at that uh, senior home as a server. And they have these comment cards where the residents can write down how they think we're doing. One of them recently wrote simply, too much salad. And I mean, I kind of think that's a you problem. Like, you didn't have to finish everything on your plate but thanks for letting me know. A few months ago, it was my birthday, and I told a resident that, and he said, I'll have the soup. I might add that he's hard of hearing. Once, I, once he figured out what I said, he, uh, asked, he guessed pretty accurately how old I was, And then he said, guess my age. So I said, 30, because I'm not very good at that. And then he said, I'll have the steak. (laughs) You can't win them all, you guys. Speaking of relationships, I have been thinking about my relationships and I think I hit my peak at an early age preschool I got married. Thank you. But uh, that fucker hasn't stayed in touch. Men, am I right? (laughs) So I recently went on a date with an older guy, older than preschool age, I mean. And he said, so no offense, but are you autistic? He said no offense, so we're good. I'm not offended. So during sex, with a pickup line like that, whoa. During sex, instead of calling out a different guy's name, I called out my cat's name. And, I mean, he responded because he was in the room. With me, it's not a threesome, it's a wreath-some. Ugh. So I'm pretty sure we're not gonna laugh, the guy and I. My cat and I are pretty tight. I'll leave you at this. I took a lift ride to work today and the lift driver said, Melinda? I was like, No, Melina She's like, Oh, I think I've given you a ride before And I'm like, Well, why didn't you get in- well why didn't you get my name right, bitch? Like what
0: Thank you. I've been Melina Best. Yay! Yay, Melina Best! Thank you so much for joining us all the way from Portland, Oregon. We will see you March 1st through 7th, 2020, at the Muni Radio Comedy Festival. Yay! Thank you so much! Yay! Bye-bye! All right. Uh, That's that's a new thing that I've been doing, having phone calls in. I'm excited for your big headliner. You're all here to see your headliner. Here to see her, fucking kill it. Put your hands together for Madeline Midge Russell.
11: I won't be weird. It's just us girls here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that guy. Let's <laughs> all so just like take a minute and like process my favorite was that his shushing of the dog was louder than the actual dog? <laughs> oh my God! Did you see Brit John kind of come and like give him like a daddy thing? He was like mm mm, and you're still talking mm. Like his finger was like this. I was like oh hey daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work though. <laughs> We're in a safe space, you guys. Um, I forgot my notes, but I'm going to leave them. Um, Get cash. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Um, uh, That girl was talking about um, being called uh, Melinda, and, like, like I, I kind of get it like because our brains want to go to like the name that's not made up you know <laughs> like just let's go let's go to the real real one and um and like I get that because like made up na- and like made up names are a total epidemic right now and and so and Uh, I hate them and so does my mom and we do this cool thing where when one of us hears like a super bad made up name, we text it to the other person and I'll text it to my mom and she texts back, uh, that's child abuse. Uh, And I agree. And uh, so I've, I've got this plan, I've got this very subversive plan, right? So first and foremost, I have a kid. Uh boom boom boom. <laughs> but I name the kid Thomas, but it's spelled S-A-M-U-E-L. So when his teacher's like, is Samuel here? Uh he has to go, actually, it's pronounced Thomas. And then I'm gonna wait for the cops to come. <laughs> As well they should, is what I'm saying. Um, uh, uh, I won't, uh, so I, uh, I'm, I am 35, woo, and, um, I, I feel good about, like, the way that my body is aging, I feel good, I feel great, uh, but, like, I can't do things the way that I used to do them, so I can't have, like, I can't eat the way that I used to, like, they say that you're never any more than, like, six feet from a spider. That's like me with, like, a bottle of antacids. <laughs> and, um, like, I saw, I saw this girl the other day, this super cute young girl, and she was wearing this cute, like, Forever 21 top that said, uh, Coffee Days, Whiskey Nights. And, like don't you just want the back to say diarrhea constantly (laughs) all day all night all day she'll learn she'll get it she'll have so many regrets um so I don't have any kids uh but my brother has kids and that's the way that I like to say it right like my brother has kids, because the most annoying thing, and maybe you, maybe you can connect on this, the most annoying thing is if you ask somebody, do you have kids, and their response is, I have nephews. So no, right? So no, hard stop. Hard stop, no, no on kids. Like, uh, it, it's like saying, hey, do you have kids? I know a kid, yeah. <laughs> Do you have kids? I accept that children exist, you know? That's also, like, not the question you were asked, okay? Like, do you have kids? Oh, I love mimosas, you yeah. <laughs> know? Love at. Um... So I uh, I just actually moved here and uh, from Chicago and I was on a, I was in this month to month when I was in Chicago, uh, sh- Chicago's in Illinois. Do you know where Illinois is? I kind of have an idea. <laughs> I'm I'm bullying you. <laughs> <laughs> for being british. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. Uh zing. Uh so uh I-, I lived in Chicago and I had two roommates and they were a couple uh, and they were non-binary and um I walked and one morning 7:30 a.m. I walked into the bathroom and there was uh like uh, one of those dildos just right there uh with coconut oil right next to it and I had to like text my queer friend and be like what's the coconut oil for and she's like what do you think the coconut oil is for use this use this and um but the thing about the dildo I don't care about a dildo whatever of a dildo before 8 a.m um and but like it was so average so average, like like even like a little below average in every way. Like the width, the 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 height, all of it. And that blew my mind. That blows my mind. Cause that is an object that you go out and spend money on that is designed for pleasure. And you can you can get anything you want. You don't have to settle on the just penis. You know you don't have to go into the store and be like, I'll take the dick with the very best personality, please. <laughs> I would like I would like a dick that I can take home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know it's like it's like the I'll just have a salad of dicks. uh like. And I feel like when I say this kind of like when I've told this story before, like men are immediately like, oh, God, what about my dick? What do people think about my dick? And it's like your dick is attached to a person. So you're good. Like you have you can like adjust the levels and and trick people. But like if you're going to pick out the dream dick scenario, sky's the limit. It's like saying my dream car is a Honda Civic. Can't wait to get it. Ladies, dream bigger is what I'm saying. You can have anything you want. And people are always like, but some people like it, whatever. Um, That's not funny is what I say to them. Acceptance isn't funny. Being mean is funnier. Um, so um, just one story, one story. <laughs> I will let you dear people go home. <laughs> <laughs> but like, quick question, what happened in your lives that you ended up here tonight? What, what's going on? How did you hear about the show? Um, I live in the neighborhood. Oh, OK. Yay. Yeah, i interested in comedy. Do it. Do it. Anyone can. <laughs> it's <what everyone's> <laughs> Not everyone should. It's free, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I just moved here full time, like in November. Uh, but before that, I was in and out of the area a lot because uh, my brother lives in Oakland. And uh, several years ago, I hooked up with a comic here because I was a pretty high-functioning alcoholic at the time, and uh, we hooked up in his, like, flop house, and he was like, my buddy's going to let us use his room, and I discovered that the room was actually uh, a three-foot by ten-foot closet. Pam knows what's up, Pam knows what's up. And uh, I, was st- like, I was like, I was okay, we're doing this. And it was still somebody's bedroom though, like with like a lamp and like a cot and little like baubles and paint sets. And I was like, okay, we're gonna fuck in this like autistic child's fort. Let's do it. Uh, let's fucking do it. Um, and then uh, the next day, I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm sexy. I'm gonna like text this guy," and I texted him that uh, the thought of him made me aroused in a health food store, and uh, he responded, um, "What'd you do about it?" It's like. I don't know, uh, enjoyed the moment and moved on because I was in public with my family. (laughs) And like, and then it dawned on me later, like, oh, you were supposed to say something sexy. And like, uh, and it's that thing, right? Where men are like, they want, they want like bizarre sexual behavior from otherwise completely healthy, well-adjusted women. And they want both. They want both. And, uh. That's not the way the world works. And like I had this ex-husband, I had this ex-boyfriend who um, would come up behind me when I was cooking and touch my boobs, and I'd be like, I'm cooking, stop that. And it would make him really mad, and we would get into fights about it, and then it came out that he was like, what he wanted was to come up and touch my boobs, and I would become so aroused that I would stop everything that I was doing to go have sex with him. And like if you read in an article that a woman was touched on her breasts and she was so overcome with desire that she threw the knife down, went to have sex and the whole house burned to the ground, you'd be like that bitch crazy, you know? You can't have both. Like, the girl who's going to, like, blow you at a funeral is also going to ruin your credit, is what I'm saying. You can't have both. Like, that same guy, that same boyfriend also, like, our our breakup fight was about um, he wanted to come to my work and have sex with me in the bathroom. It was like... Okay, chill. Uh, The girl who's like super down with that is also super chill about being suddenly unemployed. (laughs) You got a couch? (laughs) She's staying for a while. Um, But so I I got it together and uh, I texted the guy back uh, and I texted him. um, uh, I masturbated in public. Uh, I'm texting you from jail. Uh, uh, Also, how much cash do you have? (laughs) And everybody wins, you know? Okay, I'm Madeline Russell. Thank you guys so much for sticking around to watch me.
0: Madeline Midge Russell. Thank you guys all for being here tonight. Thank you all the comics. Thank you audience people who live here. Please come back for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. This has been a weird show, but it was great, and I'm so excited uh, that everyone was here and we all enjoyed it together. I've been eating the pot bread back here, so I'm over the moon. Uh, thanks again for being here. I love you guys. Support Mutiny Radio. We'll see you all soon. Yay, bye. Bye.
12: It's your boy CFO here, here to let you know that the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th. 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week get your tickets now on Eventbrite just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission or if you can't be with us listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events.
2: What kind of a future
7: Listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Mutiny Radio.fm. Why not make a donation? Mutiny
5: radio. Dot
7: Streaming live the station. Mutiny radio. Dot District of the mission. Mutiny radio.fm. Mutiny radio.fm. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look! Why not go to MutinyRadio.fm? Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! San Francisco Mutiny Radio. I
6: was leaving the theater. I the Cadillac, convertible, 1969 gold Cadillac with a white material, I drove it up here.
14: And a, I started to do some thinking. I
6: ended up on the freeway, and I'm having just, a really,
8: really good time. Flat black plastic. Just big spliffs and cruising. Saturday, noon to two. I
7: am I'm a total to friendly
5: fraud, and Laurie Sterling, and his voice is absolutely right. I am Teddy Bellyester
2: and I walk Oh, Blake Henry. Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here Henry from your
1: uh, from
2: your chief nurse Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations Henry. I I find pretty hard to believe. Uh-
6: What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission. Or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events.
1: that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop, Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo!
14: 4.99. Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill
0: Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today.
12: Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere.
15: Sideshow. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ+, and Allied Comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive.
13: Well, welcome, <laughs> welcome everybody. Welcome to the birthday show. This is Friends of the Pod. To my right is Critter McDonald. To her right is the Queen. Ooh, hello, hello, hello!
2: And to and to her right is Bray, our special guest hello. today for music.
13: Hello. Welcome, Bray. Thank you for having me.
2: Glad to have you as a friend.
13: Yeah. <laughs> Man, I I do got to thank Amanda for uh, corrupting us with. Uh, your uh, your presence <laughs> <laughs> right on yeah no, oh. i know when i uh when i first heard um, well when critter put out the links like in our group chat we have a group chat and uh we don't, we don't talk shit about our guests <laughs> except for chris <laughs> oh too bad i wanted to hear the dirt
5: <laughs>
13: so we'll, we'll get you some yeah, good 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 no um I uh the the first thing I listened to was your cover of Wicked Game and I was like holy shit like take me back to uh, unforgiven <laughs> yeah. you know like the, the the western movie in the 90s mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the all the all the pain in your voice and then you t- you turned around and made a song made a song called Planes and I'm like that's fucking awesome Thanks, like, you are you are a perfect fit thank you yeah, we did the
16: uh uh wicked game video in the desert in Arizona. So we got way into it, man, with all the dead animals around us and everything. So oh, that's
13: cool. awesome. Mm-hmm. So that was on location? I thought I thought yeah. that was like
16: uh a... No no, we, we I have a friend that lives in Phoenix. <laughs> okay. Good cool. friend and he also directed the video.
13: So his name is Professor X. Professor yeah. X? Yeah. i I you know what? I think I've seen him direct like... He's around, man. You'll see his work. He's yeah, pretty good. I, I, I forget what video he directed, but I, I just remember it. Yeah, <laughs> seeing his name around. I've huh? seen his... Yeah. Did you bring the orders? And yes. Professor X is your friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta ask you.
2: <laughs> how many views do
13: man. you have on YouTube?
16: Um, You know what? That's a funny question because I had two videos taken down... And each of those had a couple million. So oh, then we had to start shit. over on two of them. So if you count everything, it's maybe five now. But um, I other people have yeah. come across that, too. They just have, uh, since um, YouTube was bought out, they have bots running everything. and Yeah, they've yeah. taken some of ours it's down, funny, too. We're not yeah. putting
2: episodes up there anymore. Mm. Just videos.
16: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because I was converting them.
16: Yeah, talk well, about we're, a still, lot of work. we're still making movies, and we, we just mm-hmm. put them up anyway, and mm-hmm. do it for the love.
2: Objectional speak into, speak into Yours it. Yours isn't objectional
13: though. Well, we'll see. I got it.
5: Hello. Okay. Ours is. Hi, Nikki. Hi,
2: Nikki. <laughs> Russell, which one are you on? Myself. Make noise. We talk about everything. Yep, we have Nikki and Russell and Amanda Rocks.
13: Go ahead, Rus- Russell. Make noise. Yeah, come on. Russell, come on. make noise.
5: This yeah. is Russell okay. with the truffles. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: i
13: like to say, have, good to be back
7: to Muni Radio. And, have, and Bob, Critter, Nikki, good to be back. And we have, like, just to let you know, we have three special truffle flavors for the
16: show.
17: Uh, Woohoo! We're mouth yeah. yeah. There you go, the water's started.
16: You can started. bring yourself to say happy birthday Ray, to Right, right, after, <laughs> after <laughs> you sing, you can help yourself I Just instantly, instantly,
2: I can't tell the world. The, the other one, one was I'm working, I'm telling you. you.
17: The other one was working. Wow, oh, he just stimulated my w- tongue.
13: The one on your left hand is working.
17: Yes. Mm. Russell Truffles in the okay. house. Yeah. Talk, Nikki.
2: Yeah. You yeah. No, there's something wrong with the cord.
13: Oh, that, that one physically doesn't work then? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, hello, everybody okay, out there then. over the hub with Bray, then.
17: And we got all these beautiful people here awesome. with the Friends of the Pod.
13: Hey, who do you guys want to give that mic
16: to when they come in? <laughs> Trick mic. Mm-hmm. Our special mister. guest. <laughs> That's when you do know like the going to the entertainer. Here.
2: <laughs> take know, this mic. Go get...
16: sing your heart out. Yeah. Here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead,
17: Nikki. Uh,
13: hello.
17: Ah, there she is.
13: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
17: Yeah, happy birthday to Bob today. Everybody just oh, to sing. Happy yeah, birthday,
2: yeah. yeah. Happy uh, birthday. You look I like I am that. not singing happy
17: birthday to you. I'ma say it. Okay, you go ahead. I'ma say it. I'ma say. It, I'ma, say it, I'ma say it because his present presence on this planet is amazing. Everybody, want to give him a round of applause? Life, give no, his no.
2: I absolutely refuse. She, to. She, she's just a
13: birth no, pain. D- no, she's Bob' probably.
17: birth pain. He needs that's no. It, <laughs> <laughs> she keeps birthing him. His in. ego needs. She no. She gives needs. him Why no. She's his. That's that saying to the pearl. You know what I mean? Gritter is to Bob. You he, know, life I would be it. so much more more boring. You
2: know, it's I don't know. He keeps uh, keeps me on my toes. Mm-hmm.
13: On the toes I have that effect on people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, sounds Luff like that's
17: what our guess music has. That's what kind of our our guess is music has that kind of effect. I, I mean, like uh no. you could feel no. the pain in your voice when you sing and Sometimes you could I tell that story no but it's good that yeah. he could you you you're in yeah. there you're in there yeah. and i and and i caught that when he was um when bob was talking about your music mm-hmm. and uh to be able to so so that's why you have all those followers because of that that soul that you that you give out and i i I'm, I'm just that's that to be so open and go so deep is so is so amazing
13: appreciate yeah, it yeah that's well, you can't
17: I deny there's you, the know eye what, candy Brit? aspect of yeah yeah yeah,
13: yeah. <laughs> cute thing. I, I, I actually want to talk about youtube believe it or not <laughs> yeah please bless you so you you said that you said that your videos were taken down and they're probably your most viewed videos maybe
16: well they still are we just started over put them back up yeah. and then they weren't taken down so clone me and um long gone yeah if you want to get a good cry check out long gone that's the Phew. most <laughs> most emotional one by far oh, It's at, filmed out at a cemetery in uh oh, coma so tell me, uh, yeah, what makes yeah. it
17: so? What makes, what, what takes your audience there about this story of this that you're offering? What, what takes us to tears?
16: It's about loss. So if you ever lost someone mm-hmm. and you just let yourself kind of uh, drown in it, you know how it feels. Mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. what
16: that song was. It's kind mm-hmm. of bittersweet because mm-hmm. remembering someone's beautiful,
17: mm-hmm. you know, it's, so so did this was it, is this story developing in a way that you had to let, let them go away before you were ready and and or it was, you know, if you're
16: ready, it doesn't hurt, I
9: guess. So, okay, yeah, so
17: yeah, yeah, because yeah, the tears, I yeah. mean, yeah, <laughs> so so someone had to really give themselves over mm-hmm. to this relationship mm-hmm. for it to, yeah, did it end? Did it have any times ran? Was it a surprise or you know, this? Um,
16: I mean, it was a relationship that was all-consuming and awesome you know what mm-hmm. can you say so i mean anytime you Amen. yeah like you said give your mm-hmm. whole self to mm-hmm. something anything mm-hmm. then you are vulnerable so
17: you just wide open on this mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I, I, like yeah,
5: yeah. I
17: understand it uh i'm a passionate singer myself uh-huh, and uh-huh. And you you can't teach a story, right? You can't teach a story, and I just you know I commend you that you, you know, uh, you know go so deep and, and and on all the levels, you know. So well,
16: we, yeah, we go all all the way on the joy side too. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So um, yes, yes. Have, yeah, yeah, definitely. Heard gotta that. do, gotta have both <laughs> sides so uh-huh, the uh-huh. seesaw can go up and down. Uh huh. You know, uh-huh. um, uh, you don't just lay in the mud on one side,
17: uh-huh,
16: uh-huh. get all muddy, and then. Uh, so jump, how'd you get up? Um, how'd you work music, yourself? music. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. How long have you been playing guitar? <sighs> I've been playing uh, since I was about thirteen. Ah. So I'm always trying to get better and ah. learn new yeah. things. Even ah. even yesterday, I kind of accidented, accidentally figured something out. So.
13: You know, you just never know. I got a I got a request for you. Yeah. Uh, I would like for you to cover oh, man. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Smells like teen's beer. Oh, what a crazy smell like what? I wa- I want you to cover it, really? okay. I've done it before with a uh,
16: couple of the barrier bands I play with. Yeah. Uh, it's I been I a favored. while. It's like in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's a great song, of course. <laughs> although not my favorite Nirvana song
5: <laughs>
16: what's the favorite? Oh, he's he's
17: so cool well, yeah, and favorite? he's so smooth ladies and gentlemen uh, I just want you to know just smooth and cool, <laughs>
13: smooth <laughs> and cool. I mean, I, okay so I got I got a crazy story yeah um, what I what i In college, I used to, like, in between classes, I I would used to go down to, um, like, by the orchestra area, and they had rooms with, like, pianos, Mm -hmm. and I would just be messing with, like, chords, like, trying to find, like, a rhythm, Mm -hmm. and by accident, I started playing, um, oh, we got a caller, no, but by accident... I started playing "Smells Like Teen Spirit," oh, really? but it was very slow. Like yeah. I couldn't like I was I was just a beginner.
16: Maybe like it's you who should do the cover of it.
13: <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear
16: your cover, <laughs> maybe your cover.
2: No, this is Critter. We are doing an hour early. Go ahead, keep
16: talking. Oh, yeah. Critter's on the phone right now, and we're yeah, listening. We in. Call we're listening. Yeah, you. You know, that's you know. amazing. Well, I want to hear your cover of uh, yeah. "Smells." <laughs> just call <Okay>. it
13: smells <laughs> okay maybe maybe later <laughs> so what, what you gonna do for your birthday man oh mm. uh, well in an hour i'm probably gonna get roasted uh-oh you already <laughs> know about that huh? mm. yeah no i i, I you planned it some jokes man uh a few, a few i mean there's gonna be so many people i can only tell like one joke what? per person How oh, was gonna be yeah <laughs> no, no 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 not no, you guys got five minutes. Well, we got five minutes? I, I got get, I get one line. It's Bob's
17: birthday, everybody. If you're wondering when the, why the subject switched, <laughs> he's going to get roasted. and uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a caller. But, you know, I, the, is that Gail? Oh, she she she's an right. early bird. <laughs> we we have this this beautiful being that calls and stimulates us, you know.
5: Stimulates she, you.
17: Yeah, I call it stimulation. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> oh. Wow.
13: Uh, I might be too sexy for my own uh, I know.
17: I you know it's so <laughs> funny. Got, got I have to watch how board. I talk all for all my whole life and yeah. and um Shit, there's nothing
16: I could do about it. I like the way you talk. Thank you. Yeah.
17: <laughs> yeah <I like> it. <laughs> Thank you. there's nothing I could do about it, you know? Yeah. My uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is I try you know, I try to You're too uh, stimulated. You yeah. To, yeah. It's pretty much <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> stimulated. Stimulation. Yeah, on on so many levels, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that joy, uh, like that joy thing you was talking about. and
16: <laughs>
17: Yeah, you look happy. Uh, I'm working on happy, you yeah. know. All right. I'm riding happy. <laughs> oh, you were looking pretty happy when I came in. You were... Yeah. Business. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I well, that, that's a part of that happiness. You know, it's a package deal. I got, I, I, I have a line of a massage and things like that. You know, to work my way to happy, I put that in my day. <laughs> All good stuff in my day. <laughs>
5: critters,
17: critters I, I am that. Well, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we got Gail. She's usually where everybody can hear, her, but I guess not today. <laughs> well,
16: we talked to her for 20 minutes last time. Oh
17: my God. Well, she got overtime. She got overtime, but it's a party today. <laughs> Yeah, we got this 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 is an amazing house more guests coming in and ladies and gentlemen I always have to say something inspirational. Hope that you okay. are getting over whatever that is, whatever that shit is. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> Get over it. This is my moment when that right. time is like Jimmy in, Gwen So I hope you're getting over it because we must. Bro, Let's you, go into bro, play piano.
13: Happy land. A little here and there. Yeah, me too. Yeah.
5: Happy
15: birthday,
13: Bob. Ah, oh, oh, look who's oh. Here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Beautiful,
2: beautiful. Uh, uh, oh so, goodness. Laura just got here. You I always, read Laura, and yeah. she brought Bob this lovely uh, balloon. I will unicorn take a picture of it. Balloon. It's a unicorn. It says, I believe in unicorns.
16: Do you, Bob? Do you believe in unicorns? <laughs> I do. He
2: has Good. to. Amanda's a unicorn. Oh, oh
16: there, there you, you go. go. Yeah. Bob's a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <want> unicorn? <laughs> yeah. One of a kind. Sable,
5: That's sable.